Hey, beautiful listeners, welcome back to the AAKD podcast. My name is B, and I'm your host. Today, we have a very special guest now, Miss, and I'm so excited because this is actually the first time that we are having a guest. Like, this is our first episode with a guest, and her name is Melvina. So, she's already here with us. So, Melvina, you have to introduce yourself and, you know, speak about, you know, yourself to our listeners and tell them why you love K-drama and how much you love K-drama because she does love K-drama a lot, just like I do. So, yeah. Hi, hi. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this beautiful podcast, my name is Melvina and I am literally so excited to be here. I mean, I don't think anybody understands doing what you like and seeing another person doing exact thing and all of a sudden you are a guest on her beautiful podcast. My name is Melvina and I am a fan. Is there a way to put it? Because I am a big fan of K-drama and why I love K-drama what is there not to love about K-drama? I think this is literally the answer I can give. What is there not to love about K-drama? Wow. So I feel like, ah, no, K-drama is literally the best thing in my life. And <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so, like, I don't have the exact words to explain, but I'm so happy to be here and... Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, you're very uh, welcome on this podcast. We are also happy to have you here. Thank you very much. So, yeah. guys, a quick one. Me and Melvina, we met on Twitter. Melvina had a clash with so many Twitter people. So, let me give you guys this fast, fast. So, I think, like, it's almost, it should be almost a month or let's say three weeks ago, Melvina was celebrating Liminho because it's like 14 years, right? 14 years in the industry, his birthday, nice. and, and so many exactly. other things. And some people were bashing him, saying some things, some funny things. And it's so funny because I'm sure that most of these people don't actually watch K-drama like we do. So she obviously replied because you cannot be bashing her husband. Like she calls him and she's going to allow you to, you know, talk anyhow. So I already followed her on um, Twitter and she followed me back. It's my little followers, so guys. She still followed me back. And then I reposted what she posted. I also quoted some nice because I do love Limiho a lot. Like, it's part of the reasons that I even started watching Korean dramas and all of that. So, from there, I got a message to join a Korean community. Guys, I was so excited. I don't, and that, that, that stuff made my day. I'm not going to lie because I was shocked. When I started this podcast, <laughs> my friends were telling me, Oh, it'd be good for you to have a community. I'm like, I just started. Where will I find them? To be honest, I was like, where will I find them? People that I can just talk to, people that I can invite on the podcast, you know, we share the same thing. So, like, it just came to me, like, you know how you just think about something and you pray about it and God just sends it to me, to be honest. So I just feel like that's what just happened. So I was really excited and I was happy that she took that step to, like, send me the message. And I joined and we have, like, I think 37 or 38 wonderful members. Shout out to each and every one of them. Shout out to them. I feel like... um <laughs> Like I said earlier, when you are doing something that other people feel like you're crazy about and in 
in the midst of it all, you find other people who are also interested in it, like they have the same zeal, they understand. I mean, from your soul, you know, you don't have to explain too much why they should watch this drama, why they should do this, why they should like this person. You just know that they understand. So sometimes when I when I see the conversation going there, even when I'm not partaking in the conversation, I am so excited that I get to create the group that like this community, this, this thing makes these people happy, it makes me happy too. And hopefully one day, our imaginations might be able to come through. Yes, but for now, let's keep imagining. <laughs> yes, let's keep imagining. It's how it starts. Anyways, guys, so today we are going to be speaking on Bora the Bora. Guys, this movie is amazing. If you've not watched this movie and you feel like maybe you want to watch it before you listen to this, because this is like spoiler alert, then go ahead and do that. But if you want to still go on and find a reason why you should watch it, we are definitely here for you. So I'm going to like take the lead and explain to you like the drama, like what's happening in the synopsis and everything. So guys, Bora de Bora is a drama about love. It's a drama about a successful love coach who got cheated on by her boyfriend. And at the same time, gets entangled with a guy whose publishing company wants to sign a deal for her next book. You know, the whole going through a bad post-breakup trauma, stress, the alcohol drills with Koreans as usual, the sleepless nights and everything. So yeah, basically, this is what this drama is about. A love coach, a relationship coach who is successful, but at the same time, at the peak of her success, she got cheated on by her man. Wow. Please tell me what you felt like when you saw what was happening at that beginning. <laughs> okay, so there are so many things. I when I watched them, I was like, okay, it's actually interesting as it starts, you know, the confidence, the uh, vibe in which the movies, the series started, you know, she was so confident about her relationship imagination won't kill her die i'm sorry <laughs> if i'm going to i mean but the first two episodes i was imagining a lot with that for everything like she was so confident and okay shout out to her i mean she's actually one of my favorite actress in k-drama world like she's so pretty so beautiful oh, i mean she was the perfect actress for that role like her smile her confidence the way she her babyish nature i don't know how to explain this but this she was really the perfect so when i saw her like i was like nah this is the exact person they needed so the confidence i i think she carried me along the vibe she just entered in like okay but there was something only k-drama fans would understand you know when you don't like or maybe when you've not, when you know a, a villain, or when you don't like a particular actor, and then they pair that with a particular actor I do not like. So I didn't like his aura from day one. I, oh. So I think I was hoping that something bad was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like his aura from day one, but I was open minded, anyways. I am always open minded watching any K drama, and you should be too if you're listening to this. So, yeah. When I saw that guy, I knew that there was no hope. He always annoys me in every movie. You know how, like, when you see a particular man, like, if you're watching Dr. Romantic, 
there's this doctor that came in. Once I see that man in any movie, I just know that he'll be a bad person. He's never <sighs> the good person. Same thing with Brad, the brother's boyfriend. He's never the good person in any of his movies. There's something like you said, his aura is very fishy. So when I saw him, I'm like, nah, 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 this guy. I don't need you in this space. I don't, I don't need, need this space with this girl. I actually don't need you. Like, I need somebody else. Do you understand? So, yeah. So, that was it with the beginning. The vibe was actually nice. It would make you, you know, want to watch, especially how they started with the breakup very early. So, you're like, okay, how is it going? So, yes, coming down to Bora Deborah's um, character breakdown, like we already said, she's confident, she's witty, she's intelligent, because I, for one, I agree with most of the things she said in the drama. Most of the advice she gave were actually valid. Like, the main thing is, do you want to listen? Do you want to take it into account? But it actually does make sense, right? And then her boyfriend is like, just the, we don't like the guy. That's just the truth. And you know, Korean, Korean movie, they know how to like, Korean producers, they know how to make a character to be hated. They just, once you see him, you don't, you don't just like him. And I mean, he made our girl heartbroken, like, so who is going to like him? So there's something that happened going forward I want to ask you about. Like, have you ever had to experience, let's say, being heartbroken and then someone witnessed you've been heartbroken and I, I was now there for you like throughout the process and you guys got close like a guy has this ever happened to you before mm, none that I no actually no I feel like oh my terrible not like I have me but I think I can count <laughs> like two I mean I don't get <laughs> I think I can count like two majorly and thank I can't say thankfully um, my the, the person that was there, the next person that was there to witness it. Thankfully for like it, it, it took hours for me to get to that location. The only thing he was able to notice, which he has been my longtime friend, so he wasn't just a random stranger, like Bora Deborah and um the guy that witnessed it. Did get he was already my friend, so I was I was I was sure that I wasn't I wasn't going to get any embarrassing outcome out of him seeing what I look like or what I went through do you get I haven't been in that situation so I I can't but I feel like if I'm if I would rather I'd rather have a stranger a random stranger experience like witness whatever it is I mean it's just embarrassment but if I could be able to find comfort in the in the whole scenario of this, a stranger witnessing it, well, so be it. <laughs> yeah, so I've never had that experience before. So before we go into the stranger that witnessed Borat the Borat like um, breakup and all that, and how the breakup went down, like, can you remember any of Borat the Borat's advice? Is there anyone that like sticks to you? Anyone that you feel like yes? This is actually it. Because I have some that I like to mention, but I like you to take lead in this. Do you have any that you can like remember from watching the movie that I feel like this is very valid? <laughs> okay. First of all, let's do nah, 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 nah. Deborah says. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Deborah says, Deborah said a lot of things that are valid. 
Deborah said a lot of things that are valid, but I, 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 I can't, I'm trying, I'm going to try so hard not to miss my personal experience and what I believe, but logically, what everything Deborah said was nice, but I am going to state it again. The only thing that I feel like after the movie, we should take it out and scribble on everybody's chest, your heart, that if your partner did not verbally hmm. define your relationship for the sake of your mental health, emotional yes. health, or whatever yes. you hold yes. there, it is not a relationship. Yes. So a relationship has to be properly, verbally defined because... I, we don't want to go into relationship is a broad so for the sake of time and to stay in character at the moment please <laughs> if you're listening to this and you have a relationship and it is not properly defined you are you have a go ahead other to define it any other way you want to define it like you could there there are so many tags you could call the person your friend you could call the person your molly you could call the person your ride or die yeah you could call the person anything <laughs> but anything but that so i think we should start there there are so many advice she gave but yes. this one we already know it but at some point a lot of people still don't know it so i feel like we should hammer on it a little bit they get we yes. know it but we don't know it so yeah you know why i'm so excited speaking with someone who understands and watches kdrama because they just get <laughs> you like from the things I wrote down, this is my second point. Like, this wow. is one thing that I remember. I wrote it down. If you don't define your relationship, then you cannot call it a relationship because it is not. And that's fact. Let me tell you, like, using my own personal experience, the first guy I actually got involved with, when things got more heated and spiced up and you get we're getting closer and closer every day and it felt like a relationship at that time, this was like, four or five years ago, I think four years ago. Then there's a period where we had this conversation. So I was just telling him about this friend of mine that her boyfriend, the guy she was at the time said something and then she replied, are we dating? <laughs> he was taking her back so much so that he had to tell me, but you know that we are not doing what they are doing or whatever the girl thinks that we're doing. We're in this together. We're in a relationship. I care about you. I love you. This is what I want. He just made it clear ASAP. For some reason, maybe he felt like yeah, I was coming, I was using style to make to know what gets happening. So yeah. and then he defined it and made it clear that okay, this is what we're doing and ticket before we actually not discussed about that. But yeah, both of us had that in mind, but he defined it ASAP. And I feel like this is how men are. If he didn't want a relationship or he was just playing around or he felt like, okay, I'm not even into this. He probably would just laugh about the whole conversation. But a man that wants you to take initiative to clear you and make you understand that, okay, it's either we're doing this or we're not. They say this thing out loud. It's left for you to listen. From their behavior, everything, you will know when someone, like, they would ask you, they would tell you, then it's not left for you to agree or not. So that's what I want to say. And then the second thing that I had in mind to say is that when a man doesn't want to commit, he's probably just using you. There's nothing like, I really like you, but I'm not ready. <laughs> men, are, men are like, it's just in them to chase. That's just fact. 
it's just in them to chase. And just like Deborah said, like, if he's not going to commit, he doesn't like you enough. And girl, he don't, you don't need someone that doesn't like you enough. You need that love that makes you have butterflies in your stomach. And that's it. So I'm not going to go too much into it because Melvina has already like explained it and all of that. So we are going to talk about Seal Hook. That's the guy that witnessed the very bad heartbreak of Deborah. Like guys, if you watch, you're going to understand how bad it is. This man literally tried to gaslight our dearest relationship coach a very intelligent relationship coach and he tried to gaslight her no men are stop i'm not even going to lie but we're not here for that so please <laughs> tell me what you feel about the guy so here i have a lot of things to say because i think he grew as a person in the movie both his character and his personality in the movie like it took steps and stages and you get it was really nice to watch Okay, so first of all, I feel like, like, like I would always say, K drama is the best thing ever. I mean, I would choose it over my favorite food because they make you understand pain, growth. They still yeah. need to be changing. They make you that experience. You feel like you need to experience. They would make you see it that you don't just. If you just watch K-drama for fun without reading in between the lines, seeing the reaction, seeing the body reaction, I'm missing. The, the, like you are missing. So I like you said, he grew. But before then, I really want to like again when um not to bring back the, the human with a bad aura, <laughs> but I felt like when you are when you're in a relationship and constantly playing mind games and constantly reminding yourself that you are in a relationship and you have to be in control of your relationship someone mentioned that once you constantly have to remind yourself that you're in control that's the first step of losing control so the first two episodes where Deborah was always reminding herself she's in control, she's in control, she has, she mm-hmm. got this because of the, her personality. That was, that was the first sign to know that you are not supposed to be here. It's yeah. a relationship, like, the mind games are not necessary. Of I course, it's supposed to, it's not like, that's the first step to know that you're not supposed to be with this person. They get a relationship is supposed to make you feel safe, heard, seen. But if you're constantly playing mind games and reminding yourself that you are in this relationship and you've got control, you have to be this, you have to be that, that's the first sign that you're not supposed to be here. So that's another part I want to take on. Then if you're watching K-Drama and you see this fine guy, saucy, rude, <laughs> <laughs> If you have way they, they choose to present him, I mean, you already know that there's something about this guy. So you got to be open-minded, take out some of his excesses to be able to enjoy him. Uh, I mean, and shout out to him. I think that was the first time. That was, that was his first series. That's if I can remember correctly. I mean, as a first lead for me, I've not seen any of his series that is the first lead. I, I prefer watching my husband over and over again. Uh-huh. Shout out to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, oh, of course, he appeared. And for a start, 
he was he was too in a relationship that I mean let's not go into that but he didn't define his relationship he was yeah. just there comfortable you know these are uh, personal experience people who grew up where there are people that grew up in a place that you don't get to express love my younger brother tells me he loves me every day so uh-huh. like there are people that exactly so there are people that don't know how to express most especially men so i feel like we could have a background story to that, but that's not why we're here. So I feel like there are so many factors. He was comfortable with the girl. He felt like he had her. He didn't feel like he needed to put in extra effort to get for women likes to be seen, heard. Everybody likes mm, to be seen and heard. Yeah, but he was carefree about it and boom, his relationship left like that so having him witness having him witness Deborah's no matter how they they presented him the scenes where he got to witness Deborah's like the first scene where he witnessed the 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 cheating scene he was livid he was angry he was angry with the guy he was like wow he was enjoying it at some point the fact that deborah is getting a taste of her medicine did get <laughs> at some point he think, yes at some point he figured oh this is way more than i thought so this guy is a scum sorry for using that word but yeah he's a scum so like at some point it was comforting to me when she fell and he was walking behind her, if if you're a K drama fan, you know that 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 particular is a love language. Is, <laughs> is a love language. You know, having to walk in the middle of the road, drunk, and someone, even if you don't know, and someone is walking behind you, that's a very like it's a love language. And, oh, I can't explain, but. <laughs> I felt a little bit at peace having to know that someone witnessed it and even if something was going to happen, someone was going to be there to help her. I know I thought it was going, it was annoying, embarrassing at some point, but she it was comforting. Like it was comforting. Maybe maybe he didn't know how to. And especially when he now said, Oh, if you're here for a free hug, I I mean I, mean, I, yeah, I can't. I'm here for I'm you. Here. I'm here to so they didn't they presented him the way they should and like you said, he grew and watching him grow episode after episode was one of my favorite things and has always been my favorite things of K-drama. Yes. So yeah, about this guy, I've actually seen him in another movie, My Holo Love, right? So okay. the movie was about a tech company and a builder. So basically, if you wear these glasses, you would be seeing a human being that you can speak to, talk to. You know how all these tech companies can be? They'll just build something where everybody will not even have physical communication again. You're just basically talking to a robot that feels like a human being. So he was actually the robot that the girl was speaking to. And at the time, they just had one glasses at the beginning. So he was like the main character of that movie. It's actually nice. You should check it out. My whole then concerning him as a character, I feel like just like we said, just like you said, a relationship is not supposed to be about who is controlling and this. And he said that he actually mentioned some of these things because when he listened to what Deborah said, he didn't really agree with what 
Deborah said. He said a relationship is supposed to be genuine. You're not supposed to be thinking about certain things when you actually really love someone. So I feel like he's a good guy, but he's a guy that lacked that expression. And you mentioned that there should be a story to it. Yes, there's actually a story to it. That oh, wow. Yes. No. You're very no right. Spoiler. No, <laughs> spoiler. no spoiler. <laughs> so there's actually a story. So like he's not very good at expressing love and he didn't define his um relationship. And it's funny how he actually learned one or two from what Deborah had to say. So he's just a guy that you know know how to express himself. He too also went through a heartbreak. And I love this movie so much is because they both became so genuine about what they felt or what they were feeling at the time. They took their time to heal, right? They took their time to heal and they helped each other process what they were going through. And he was like there for her when she needed someone to be there for her, regardless of the fact that he can be mean or come off as rude and all of that. But he's actually like so amazing. And what brought them closer even, you will figure out if you have watched the movie, you already know. And if you haven't, then yes, you'll figure it out when you do. Deborah had a very good friend. My goodness, I love this girl because she is so beautiful. Her face just strikes. Like once I see her, I just remember her in this um drama. She was in Shooting Star. I don't know if you've watched Shooting Star, but the girl was there, Deborah's best friend. She was there, and I love that. And I'm also happy that she's here too. So, like, tell me, what do you actually feel about the hus- her and her husband? Like, what do you feel about their relationship at that beginning stages of the movie? Uh, okay, uh, for her and her, her husband, the relationship was just there. And I felt her genuine efforts to continuously try and, um, and spice up her marriage. And she kept on trying. I love the conversation they had. I, I love the fact that they got, they got to argue. Uh, they got to argue and agree on so many things, play and all of that. But I feel like she mentioned something so that marriage is not romance. I can't remember. I don't know whether you could remember the thing that she said when she was having a how like she was trying to have a conversation with her husband why their relationship is like this why why they don't do it anymore. I'm going to use the exact like <laughs> why they don't do it anymore and the husband like because as married as married couple you you can do it whenever you want. Did you get? So yeah. it made me like. Like, I know I do not have so much experience in that aspect because I am single and waiting for my husband to come yes, to Nigeria so. and marry me. <laughs> Nobody should really drag that part with me. But it made me feel like couples, like, once they get married, some people just feel nonchalant about their sex life, which is, I don't know. I don't know how they are coping. They should be safe anyways, <laughs> but... <laughs> she just like I love the relationship she had with her husband. They provided a place for comfort for a whole lot of broken people, a whole lot of broken people. And that's aside, the both of them made a good couple to their friends, made a good couple to each other because they were they were witty, they were playful. But in there, it felt and especially when um, the husband was making a joke with that scum of a man and she felt it because 
having a husband joke about something like that made her feel bad. So I felt bad for her. And I love the fact that she had to express it immediately. Do you get like yeah. communication? She just had to, she felt really sad. She said she's not angry, but she's rather disappointed. I mean, this is my husband. You shouldn't be making that she thought they were different. Oh, apparently the man is just like every other man that can crack jokes anyhow. But I, I liked the fact that she had to express it immediately. There was no need for being all icy all over the air. You get he messed up and she she talked about it immediately. And obviously the man the man wasn't trying to defend or anything. He was always trying to apologize and all of that. So I loved their relationship. I I don't know. Um, so no spoilers, but I really loved and I really hope that the husband listened to her more in that aspect or probably tell her the reason why this is like this and this is not like that. Especially when she brought, she had to even spice up way and started making reservations, but yeah. <laughs> she was trying, she was trying to make it fun, but the man kept on, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope that that part gets settled. But I loved her relationship with Deborah. I loved her relationship with her husband. I loved the relationship she had with everybody. I've seen her in shooting stars and I've seen her in few movies too. And if she's your friend, she's your friend. Like she is your friend. She would do anything for you. And I love the fact that they keep putting her in that character where she gets to showcase herself you know there are some roles that they give you and you body it and you make a good thing out of it so i feel like she has she has hacked that point and and she makes very good use of it she's comfortable she plays her role very very like perfectly so yeah shout out to her i loved her i loved seeing her in the movie yeah so yeah, that's that was actually very nice. You said it all. Basically, me too. I felt I felt like the relationship was lukewarm, but it's just reality. This is actually what happens in real life. Sometimes relationship, even most especially marriage, they get lukewarm. It's not left for you to try as much as possible to like spice it up and get get it moving. Because if you don't have a major problem, there's no need to like break up or cheat because of your relationship is lukewarm. There's so many things to do. So there are actually so many other characters, but I don't think we'll have the time to like get into all of them because if we do, we're actually going to spend two hours on this episode. But yes, like the first um sister and her boyfriend, very amazing guys. You should watch it if you've not. At least for them, they made me laugh. They made me really happy. They were amazing. Then Hook, the guy that helped Deborah through it, or in his publishing company, he's the vice president. So his president had his own thing going on with a very cute assistant that just got like the job newly. I love her because she's always smiling. Her idea of love was fantastic. She'd not let anybody try to define what love is. She wanted those butterflies and everything. And I'm, and I think she might actually get it. So you have to watch and find out. But she was amazing too. So we're going to move into the notable scenes. Like scenes that you feel like you cannot forget. Scenes that you feel like it touched your heart. Cause I have so many. I have so many. So 
let me go first, right? Let me go first. So, first of all, this scene made me laugh. And I think that's the first time I'm seeing it in Korean drama. So, you know, when Deborah was going through her heartbreak and everything, so she was on the bus and next day she got so pressed. So she was asking me she wanted to be, she wanted to be, and then Seyok was there with her. And then they had to like come out of the bus, look for somewhere that she was going to be. And then she peed on the road by a car. Guys, that was the first time I'm actually seeing something like that as regards Korean drama. I was shocked. I did not believe it. And it was so funny. I'm like, this is just the, if at the highest level of C finish, because if this one happens between you and a guy, what else does he want to see? Is it that he likes it from there or he just feels like maybe you're this irritating girl and all of that? And I don't know, Koreans, they love to drink. There's just something about them with drinking. I tell my people, Koreans love to drink. Not even this in Yupadin here. If someone drinks, you look at them like they're bad people. They love to drink. So that scene just made me laugh because she had to pee and she was not even classy about it because she was so drunk and she was so messed up at the time. So yes, that scene made me happy. So you have to tell us the things that made you excited, things that you cannot forget. Okay, so ha. when when I'm watching K drama, there are so many like everything is always in my head. But let's start from the most funniest part. <laughs> Can you remember when um Deborah's bestie was trying to celebrate the bag she bought and the man came in immediately, immediately he saw the <laughs> But see, he started racking his head. Started racking his head. What <laughs> are you celebrating today? We La- men love I know. I can't remember. Like, it, it made me understand that. Why are men generally bad with dates? Why? Why can't you just remember? But anyways, they will tell you, we are thinking about so many things. But... I, I, I liked the fact that he was able to remember anniversary, birthday. Yeah, These are the most so important ones. Yeah. But there are men. I know they were using the scene to pass a message. Please don't remember. You have to, even if you have to write it down, write it down. Women are obsessed with dates. I mean, exactly. Anniversary dates, first kiss dates, this, this dates. Please remember, go and write it down somewhere so that you don't see your wife celebrating so something and you don't know where to begin. You don't know where to begin exactly. So that's the, one of those things, yeah. And then another scene that made it for me was when um the publishing company boss and the VP were talking the guy and. He said, when you're down, people would want to root for you and pull you up. But when you're there, they would still be the one to drag you down. Now, I, I don't know how. I, I was, it was, it was so relating because we've seen, I've seen it play so many times. You're rooting for this person. You are rooting for the person. And all of a sudden, the person is there. The person is there and you are not speaking. You are doing a whole lot of, like, it makes so many sense. And how other people find comfort in someone's downfall. I know it, it doesn't make sense, but I know that if I'm going through something and someone else is going through it, it gives me this sense of I am not alone. 
I know it may it, it sounds like you're a bad person, but sometimes we are humans. So yeah. it doesn't make you a bad person. Do you get it doesn't make you a bad person. You just want to know that you are not alone. And if this person can be here, it gives you a sense of oh, I can survive it, I can make it. Now that scene where she had to pull up, open the, 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 the bus like and started crying and the guy said so she feel like nobody's outside here. She didn't want to disturb the people in the bus. Yeah. So <laughs> she wasn't seeing any other thing outside. She just wanted to cry her out, her eyes out. And again, when she was walking around the streets, and then she told her friend that she thought people were busy hating on her, but people were too busy with their life. You are not jealous, rice. People will move on. <laughs> you, are not you are not K-drama. People will <laughs> move on. I know it might seem so so cloudy at first, but she had to go out to see that. People were not gathered one place, pressing her phone and saying, Deborah is a bad person, Deborah yeah. is Deborah. Everybody was busy with their life. So she saw it. She needed to see that part. She needed to see it to move on. And it gave her some sense of comfort. And my one, I have so many things, especially when she went to go and empty her account to buy all the books, for goodness sake. Ah, that, that scene was so funny. Like, that scene was so funny. Let me pay with this. 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 She bought all the books. I'm wondering what she was going to, what she was thinking. But it means, like, feel whatever it is you have to feel. It's a breakup. Your heart is supposed to hurt for a reason. And she genuinely liked the guy. Regardless of what she, she had to attach it to her status, she felt like marrying the guy would make her the perfect Deborah. But deep yeah. down, we, she, we saw it. She liked the guy. And then she was scared. Her three years her three years is about to get wasted. What is she going to do when she was asking the guy, what do you want me to How am I supposed to begin? It is okay to be scared. Like, there were so many notable things. Walk away. It's hard but you will do it. Your chest will, your chest wants to be like, oh, it wants to fall off. It will not fall off. Pick it back and put it back. Like, pick it and put it back. There are so many things that made it for me where she was crying, where she was, and then when she fell and hoped that someone would pick her up and she would become an aunt. And I mean, so many imaginations, most of your imagination can come through. So it gave me some, my own sense of comfort that one day, one day, I might just see my husband one day. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, like on social media, before I watched it, a lot of people came on social media and they were saying things like, why is she crying? She's crying too much. She's this, that, that. Uh, she's beginning to annoy me. And when I watched it, I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't think people should have said that. Like, I think Bora Debra gave us the perfect depiction of an after breakup. Like, when, after a breakup, how it actually goes down. It's not easy exactly. at all. 
you're going to cry. Some people actually beg the person to take them back. People will go ahead and drink. Like people will go ahead and drink. The, the people that smoke will go ahead and smoke, especially in countries that is accepted, they will smoke, they will get high. Like at that point, you, you don't even want to be sober because if you like you've been sober, you'd be well aware of what's happening in your environment. But even you being drunk doesn't even help. Uh, Koreans are very good at that. Any little thing, let's go and take a drink. So any little thing, so they're always so about drinking. So like it gave us the perfect depiction. So when people were saying the whole annoyance, I was like, oh, I'm sure that in your houses, you guys will be crying. Now you're watching it on TV. You're, you're shaming somebody else. Like it wasn't, it wasn't too much for me. Like yes. I said, I mean, if you've not gone through this, it wasn't too much for me because I I remember my first heartbreak. I had to go to my friend's place. I had to beg her, let me stay here. I don't want to go back to school because this is somebody I literally thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. So having to detach myself from him, I didn't know what else to do. He was He was the center of my world at that point. So I had to go to my friend and tell her that I don't know where to move from here. You are going to help me. And all I did was cry, sleep, cry, sleep. If we had, like like in the series, if he was close and I would certainly go and beg. I, I tried calling, I tried texting, I tried begging over the phone. So it wasn't, it wasn't. It all these things will feel embarrassing to you when you when you've moved on. Yeah, but, but at the time, yeah, people go through heartbreak regardless. So like that, like the mass, the message they were trying to do to pay like, anybody, it can touch you. See, this breakfast thing can touch anybody. Eh? Imagine <laughs> it can touch anybody, even if you are the president of whatever, it will touch you. And as long as you like the person, you will be confused, you'll be sad, you will feel so many things. You will feel like it's just a relationship. If I beg him, maybe if I drop my pride and beg, I might my relationship might just come back. Everybody yeah. knows I'm dating. Everybody knows I'm supposed to get married. I mean, and I mean, so, her case was so bad because she's very popular and everybody exactly. like loved her. They, and her relationship was good. Everybody just felt like this is so perfect. So to her, that confusion was like, where am I supposed to start from? She just felt like a failure at the time. But as a girl in love, with emotion, and as a relationship coach, like, oh, a relationship coach, she could not keep her man. Like, that sort of a thing. But life is like, we're in a very realistic world. We're not in the movies. We're in a very realistic world. And I love that Korean movie that even with their subtle touch of romance and you get love, they always remind you of very realistic things and that this is how the world actually works. Exactly. Especially when the guy wanted to say wanted to go and return the ring and she was asking him, Why have you not thrown it away? Yeah. And he said, Oh, after months of installation that so she now said, ah, so dramas and reality are 
totally like you know now in dramas they will throw away the ring but then it's their reality so yeah. I felt like that line was important drama I know it's okay to dwell in movies dramas and all of that but after that you come out and face your reality and maybe you might you might help your reality with what you saw in drama but just be open-minded that movies and the reality like they are two different worlds apart two different words apart yeah 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 that's nice so another scene that i love was this scene where brad deborah's um her sister's boyfriend was looking for a job at her best friend's husband's um restaurant so when they got together they were trying to like get to know each other then they both realized that they had served in the same army division because like how we have NYC in Nigeria and some other places have things that people do for a year. Korean people join the army, right? BTS people now are currently crying <laughs> because their members are joining the army. So yes, so they joined the same army division, right? So he was it was such a good moment for them to bond, right? Because it's just like how if I meet somebody and I tell the person like, oh, this is secondary school I went to and I graduated at this year. And the person will be like, oh, I graduated at this year. I'm like, oh, you're my senior or my junior colleague. So they just bonded because of the fact that they had gone to the army and they served in the same, like, in the same army division. And then there's something the, um, the restaurant owner told him. So he was like, do you know about wine? I feel like he didn't know about wine. But instead of him to be like, oh, no, I don't know. He just said, please teach me. And it just made sense to me because it this a very, it is like a one second line. But why I remember it so much is because people say, even if you don't know something, don't say you know it. Just say things like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to learn. Just say it such a way that the person, you're enthusiastic to learn, or it's not so hard, you just take a few days to get yourself in order about it. So the way he did not even flinch, he just said, please teach me. Instead of, oh, no, I don't really know about wine and all of that. He just gets so timid. No, he was bold and confident. And I so much love that scene because this whole army thing is a big deal for Koreans that there even the scene where I, I can't forget this scene right because deborah went to read her own book to learn one or two things so nice the truth is i don't remember it was yeah, funny but yeah it okay. makes sense because you maybe you're a big coach you teach people about finance does not mean that you cannot come back and read your own book there are certain things you must have said that you yourself you would even forget and you know it's not all about saying it's about doing and doing it is harder because i think the guy so you left her on read right so she went to her book and then they said when a man leaves you on read don't stop all night looking at your phone don't scold him don't even ask if everything is all right just go to bed and allow him to explain himself the next day and i love it because i'm the kind of person that if i'm chatting with someone and the person just goes off i'll get pissed like very pissed right whether it's a girl or a guy whether it's my friend like i'll get pissed but with the guys i'm mostly like oh should i call should i not call what's happening should i say how far why are you offline what happened no i think i learned this because it's new to me i learned to just leave it alone right the person will come back and you get explain 
oh, sorry, something happened. And guess what? Just after watching this movie, this exact thing happened to me. And just because of what I saw in the movie, I just left it. it. Yes, I applied it and it worked. Like, I got a call very early the next morning. The person was saying, oh, sorry, see what happened. And there's actually a tangible reason for the person to not reply or for the person to, like, leave me a red or ticket because my read receipts are off, Sha. But yes, you know when you're chatting with someone and the person is, like, replying you fast and you guys are flowing and next thing they just disappear out of steam. And so I was like, okay, I've read this thing, so don't fuck up. <laughs> just do what you heard, like, practice this thing now and I did and it worked and I was so excited I was like ah mad bro I must share this like I have to tell you guys that please don't go and start shouting at somebody's son or somebody's daughter because they stopped replying you just leave them to like let's say a few hours or the next day they will surely come through but maybe if it's something important you can just call the person and you can know what's up but don't be vexed that's the point like don't get pissed because you don't know what actually happened like you don't know what actually happened so yeah that's do you have any other thing in mind because i have something in mind that i like to see oh okay i don't think i i think we've made mention of now when i i figured out something when the guy the this come this come of a man because i'm going to keep addressing him out to this yeah this, this, so when he said when he's around Deborah, the air is too thick. I feel like I understood. They were trying to make it. They were trying to humanize him, even though he did not have any heart or any sense of shame. Uh-huh. But it's true. They were, they were just there. The smile wasn't genuine for 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 Deborah at least. It was because she was looking forward to something. Do you get? Mm. Uh, looking forward to something. So. And I was like, when he mentioned it, I was like, then there was a, a this scene where she was with self in a karaoke room. You could literally feel how comfortable they were. Yeah. Like there is no need being with someone you have to you have to do this for. You have there are so many things. You see it. And another scene was when she started recapping how she missed the whole lot of things. Like, the lines are there. It's you that choose not to see it. Because you're by love or whatever it is. She saw all of this, but because her mind was fixated on the ring, the proposal, and a happy ending, she missed the whole lot of it. It was there. She saw it. It was... He didn't even hide it that much. He didn't hide it. You get... But and we they were like they were trying to pass a message that even as a relationship coach you might see all those things but because love is there because whatever it is you believe is there you would yeah. not see it so yeah when I figured out that in in, in his part the air was too thick with staying with Deborah but when Deborah was with this guy you could see that. Their, their their inner child coming out to play. I mean, someone who really smiles is smiling, dancing, singing. So the air was thin. <laughs> like, the air was yeah. comfortable. So I loved that scene. I loved the karaoke scene. I mean, let's not go into their first kiss, their magical kiss, but ah! I loved First kiss are always so nice in Korean movies, honestly. So. I, and there's something I, I wanted I like- to say before we like, before you go on, sorry, let me, I'm cutting you in. Um, 
So, you know, he said the air was thick for the guy and he felt like he could not breathe, right? But he also remember how Deborah is always behaving whenever she's just always talking about his company. She's always to an extent uncomfortable compared to when she's speaking about her stuff with Sir York. I feel like the other guy, he understood her more. He listened to her more. But with her ex, everything was about his company, his company, his this, his that. We're about to use this. And to her, she wasn't comfortable. Like from where I was watching and I was looking at that scene, she was just always, even after he tried his nonsense to come back, which all those scenes where he was doing anyhow, it just pissed me off. She was still uncomfortable because he still went back to talking about his own thing. Like, even if you're going to speak about your business, give this person a chance. Ask them, how are you? Are you okay? What's, what happened today? What went on with work? They have their own lives. It cannot just be all about you. So to me, like, even mm-hmm. if he too, he could not breathe. Deborah too could not breathe. Yes, Deborah too could not breathe. Both of them could not breathe. And when she just split and she was now like bonding with someone else, she showed her actual true self. Even the selves that she felt like this is her best self. The guy would tell her that there's more to you. Like I'm seeing another version, right? You may think that your right side, the right side of your face is the best for your angles when taking a picture. But I can also see that the left side is also perfect. So you cannot always see yourself completely. There are other people who actually see you that will remind you that, oh, this other side of you is also very, very perfect. And I just love that about So I just wanted to remind you that even her too. Him speaking about his business all day was very discomforting. I'm not really yeah, it was very... And we are missing the most important character, the people who water the love, the cute guy and the brother's sister. I mean, the brother's sister started off as a very rude girl for me. And I mean, <laughs> they, are, they are like, but they needed someone. But I love the fact that I mean, at some point, she still needed to be, uh, some some people are spoiled, but when her sister was going through heartbreak, she oh, was there. It was, oh my goodness. She was there. She was there. Like, I know that she had to even take it a step further to text the guy and all of that. She didn't want to lose her sister. I mean, she could be anything, but please don't make me lose my sister. Who am I going to steal her clothes? Who am I going to steal like, her money again? So it like, was comfortable for me and if you have a sibling your sibling might not they might not express how they love you until until it happens like she was just there looking out for her sister like she was just there she was there and I loved it so well like she had to just completely erase the first impression I had about her and that's why Kejama like these writers they are so good with what they do one minute they are making you feel this emotion, the next minute you are totally forgetting you felt and you're feeling something beautiful. So I I like I love this. And that gave Deborah like a reality check. Cause after that scene, she just I'm here for you, yeah. your money, your heart You are loved at home. To be honest, uh, you are loved at home. So it gave her like she uh, oh, these people are still here. I don't need to slit my wrist for these people i don't need to do this for these people so it was beautiful to watch it was 
it was i actually loved it too and then there's this scene that i feel like is so realistic but people don't actually i've not seen this in a movie before so you know when um the guy now so i'm talking about the guy now that is like helping the battery or their bonding and all the one that was in a publishing company so like we said earlier he had his own breakup and then his girl too, like part of the reason why the evil broker was because both of them actually listened to what Deborah had to say. And yes. then that led to their breakup. So now this girl, she now met Deborah, she's trying to give her her card, she's moving on, she's getting married, this and that and that. And then she's now trying to, you know, express herself. And I feel like those, the things that she said were like, you know when someone is telling you this deep part of their emotions because the truth is sometimes when we say oh i don't like this person <laughs> if we dig deeper to like the things you want to happen to this person it's so scary but we actually don't say it out so the girl was like that she wants to move on and that she, she no she said i want to give him my invitation and i and when he sees it i want him to cry and fall into my arms and she also said i want him to get blind waiting for her while she leaves her happily ever after i was like wow <laughs> like people actually think so many bad things are like for people they wish you so bad but that's like the deep emotions that they usually don't share to be honest because sometimes hot just makes you think about a lot of very nasty things but at the end of the day in your heart you're like oh, you don't really want this to happen but at the same time these things just creep into your head like when you might actually love someone but when they hurt you the things that you never thought that you are ever going to think about they just come to your head because of that hurt and that's what that girl was feeling at the time like the things that she said like oh that he's just going to be blind and wait for her meanwhile she's going to live her happily ever after like girl that's not even possible and i love the fact that when deborah met her at the publishing company and asked her and told Axta, are you sure she didn't lie about what she had at that point? And she had to quote what Deborah said back to her. Like, Deborah said, um, are you sure you're not just being petty and all of that? And she had to quote the exact line Deborah quoted when she was working, like when she was still in the radio company. Yes, that yeah. relationship is all about win or lose and being petty. And it hit Deborah. She couldn't speak. I mean, these are the things she said with her mouth. And someone else is quoting what she said for you to understand. I feel like that scene had so much power. Like, you can't say this and want me to do that. And I also loved the fact that the guy went and it might not be the kind of closure the girl was expecting, but that was a very huge closure. And sometimes you might not get it the way you want it. Not every relationship, not every breakup, no, not every breakup design gets a closure. It's just for you sure. to handle your emotions well and see if you can move on or not. But I loved the atmosphere and how the, the husband the husband came and reassured her this was what she always wanted so why exactly are you moving both ways but like, i figured out that they had to, there was just a day the both of them needed to have a middle ground she she finally heard what she was hoping to hear for four years and it felt like it didn't mean anything to her because she heard it in an unusual manner 
And there, her husband was reassuring her that every day, like, she just needed to hear that, and the guy was happy, and the closure scene was making sense. But most times, you might not get that closure you need. You just have to move on. Not yeah. all your exes are bad. Sometimes you are the toxic person. Sometimes you are. So just move on. So, yeah. So, uh, at that time, you guys are not just meant to be together. Too exactly. Like I said, like people who act right for the people that they want. Not like you're not a good person, but maybe there's just someone better out there for you. And me, I don't know, like, I don't know why people go for go back for closure. Because she was asking questions that could destroy her future. Like, if he had reacted in a different way, I don't think that marriage would have held, honestly speaking. So I was like, okay, fine. What does this girl really want to hear? And that her scene of wanting closure, I didn't like the question she was asking. As watched many other things that I've seen how people like, like how people act when they actually want closure. I felt like she just wanted someone that would take her back at that point. And I liked his reply, even though his reply sort of pissed me off because he was saying things like, I liked you maybe more than even you liked me. If I wanted to marry someone, I would have married you, but I didn't propose because I don't want to. <laughs> the most confusing lie ever. It's like, ah, if you met someone and this is this, you wanted to propose, but you didn't want to, like, it not just makes sense. But yes, I think that was the best closure she could have gotten because anything he said that about, okay, genuinely having feelings for her, even at this time, oh my goodness, she would have just done something silly. She actually and, would have. But that's what she wanted. Like the guy to be there, not like smile. You know, she wanted to see the guy beg for her not to leave and all of that. And thankfully, thankfully, the guy already, already listened to Deborah, even though they had a hiccup. And yeah. he just did it in the most rawest way. He liked that, but he just like I said in the beginning, like she was comfortable. So she felt he felt like. I want to get married today. Are you ready? Please marry me. So that was the whole picture he had in his head. Whereas your girlfriend had another. So even feel like she even had to have sex, like thinking that sleeping with the guy would make the guy say, I love you. I mean, you know that most guys, like, they just say, in the middle of whatever it is, they just let out the word. But regardless, so four years, somebody did not open his mouth to say, oh, I love you, I want you, I do this, I do that. Like, you didn't take the hint and go. But you just stayed there because he offered comfort, he was a good man. People, like someone will always say, you can still be a good man or you can still be a good man and be a bad boyfriend. You can be a bad boyfriend and be a good man. But like I'll say, anything that works for you, it's a movie and the, the world works differently. But you can still apply some of those things to your reality and rewrite whatever it is you feel. So, yeah. Yeah. So we are counting down to, you know, the end of this wonderful episode. So I'm going to mention like things I learned from this drama. I'm going to mention one thing I learned from this drama. And you mentioned one thing you learned from this drama. And then we are going to close. We have like about seven minutes to do this. So the thing I learned and I'd really love for everybody to take home is there's this scene where he, so York was telling Deborah, like he gave an advice. He said, fine. 
when you're writing a book as a coach, like what comes next after dating? How do you get over a man or how do you win him over? And like, realistically speaking, right? A dating coach should also write about how she dealt with her breakup because it can't always be rosy, right? If you really want to call yourself a relationship coach, you should have all the experience, including bad breakups, good ones, good relationship, because it's with your experience that you'll be able to teach people with confidence. I know that there are people out there that they've not experienced things, but they say it with confidence, but it's also good to know that it's also good for them to experience this thing. So they'll say, look, I'm telling you from experience, this is how it is. It's not going to be easy. So like, I just love the fact that he was being very logical and realistic with her. He's like, you have to write about your breakup. You have to give people like the things that would help them move on. And when the movie was progressing, Deborah now realized that there are actually people that want to know how she's dealing with this breakup. Okay, are you going to come back? Or we're not just going to hear from you. Are you going to allow this breakup to beat you down? Like, and I just love the fact that finally she, you know, bounced back, wrote what she had to write. And her story was her story was really amazing. But it just made sense to me that as a coach, you should be able to experience it all. And it just make your story very, very realistic. And then another thing I'd like to let you people know is that Deborah says <laughs> Don't be stingy with I love you. Tell the people you love that you love them. Define your relationship if you really care about the person. And if you feel like this relationship is not defined, just walk away, to be honest. Do not put yourself into trouble. Don't enter one chance because of anybody. Like, I totally enjoyed this. So, Marvina, tell us the thing you learned and we would wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> like you said, there are so many things to learn from this series. But I learned a lot. I mean, things would definitely not go the way you plan. Like, most things will not go the way you plan. And that is totally fine. fine. It is totally okay. I mean, every day I wake up, ask, oh, what am I going to do today? And if it doesn't go as planned, I just I make another plan. I know it's bigger, but it's the reality because you don't have power over these things. You don't have control over these things. And even when the guy had to give her, I mean, if you want a ring, ask the guy for a ring. And she was like, I mean, I could. Did you get so things might not really work the way you want it to be and that is totally fine he had to take her for um, insulting the whole world for her to rebrand he had to take her falling getting heartbreak for her to know to build her own person for her to grow for her to drop a whole lot of ideology she had and, and and rebrand herself into a new Deborah. So I feel like that's a part. You, as long as you are alive, as long as you are a human being, every single day, every single experience, you have to grow. Like you need to constantly grow towards it. You need to constantly grow and know that you're not supposed to be like you're not supposed to be stagnant. You don't feel like oh, this is my arriving point. Um, happy ending, get married, have kids, and all of that. It might not work as planned. And if you don't, if you're not open-minded about change, about evolving, about picking yourself together, you're going to break down because you've 
you you've caged yourself in that path and you feel like nothing else is going to work work for you outside it so you don't know where to begin so just be open-minded it's life anyways all of us came to this and we are doing this life thing for the first time so you just have to be open-minded about it so a lot of and then i (laughs) i I, i'm not going to lie i want the love i want the kind of love the brother sister's boyfriend have for her oh my goodness (laughs) I don't know how to. I, I know it was. It's cute. Like they, they, they might not have to, but I love the fact that he was putting effort. He was always smiling. He was like the relationship was. I mean, I loved it. That's another part. I mean, if you want something, you work for it. You go for it. Nobody's going to ah. The world doesn't revolve around you. There are so many. I mean, we are like how many billion people in the world. So you are not K-drama. Again, you are not K-drama. So move out of your illusion and walk, do what you want to do. And uh, I another thing is that when you see someone, like when you are comfortable with the person, you would know, you would know, like yeah. you would know you want to grow, you want to, you want to do a lot of things with this person. You know deep down you're happy with this person. Just... Just like again, relationship is not a win or lose game. It is not. I feel like exactly that's one thing. And it's not a win or lose game. And everybody else, everybody else should know that. Just because it didn't end up the way the way you wanted doesn't mean you lost. So they were had to learn it later on. I mean, at some point when she was seeing the guy, she fe- she figured out that she hated so many things about this guy, but she was too blind to see it. Did you get? She yeah. hated a lot of things about the guy. So relationship is not a win or lose game. Whatever you want to take out of it, take out of it, but you are not the loser. Your ex is not the loser. Don't try to do this so that your ex will see you and say, oh, he lost. Like when friend <laughs> said, come to my wedding and say how happy I am. Nobody cares. I mean, you people dated, you people might have learned, you people might have grown, but nobody, it's not a win or lose game, you get? So don't, if you're in a relationship where you feel like you need to be a winner, that's the first sign for you to just walk away or do whatever you want to do. So yeah. that's it. Have a whole lot for the sake of the podcast. Let's keep it the show. <laughs> Yes, I'm so happy that you get we did this. It was a nice one. Like it was a nice one. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for being our very first guest. Just so you know, I'll always have you in mind. Like even when this gets bigger, when I have like um a studio like that of the Bora Zone. <laughs> You definitely be the you definitely be amongst the people that will get invited to like celebrate with me and all that. So I'll always have you in mind. Thank you for being so supportive of this, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. We could do this again, honestly speaking. Could... I would really love to. I would really love to. I just hope that. And please, if you're listening to this podcast, please follow us. She drops amazing. Have you heard her voice? I mean, she drops amazing <laughs> piece. It's the, it takes time. Recording, putting out this thing, watching a series because you want to talk about it, not just for yeah. fun. I mean, it's it's something I, I really see. So I could jump on it and 
any day, anytime because it's something I love doing. So please, if you're a K drama fan, if you are listening to this and you want to hear me talk about my husband, because if I don't talk about my husband in the next episode, you're going to be fine. So please talk about my husband and I'll definitely join again. And thank you very much for having me. Thank you so so much. You're welcome. So I'm going to end this today. I'll see you in my next episode. Excellent.